Jesus, we thank you. We welcome the Holy Spirit, Father. Holy Spirit, come into this message today, Father. Father, just bring your anointing upon this message, Father. The study. The comprehension, the emphasis, the the, the, the interpretation, Father, for you, for you to have your way, Father. Whatever you want this message to go, you take it there, Father. In Jesus' name, by way of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, we love you. We love you, Jesus. We love you, God, and we just want that knowledge brought to us, that wisdom of the Holy Spirit brought to us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity for us to be able to open up the Word, the freedom to be able to read your Word without interruptions or lawlessness. And we thank you, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you, God, for the blessings. We thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your wisdom through our lives. And we ask you, Father, to lead us, guys, and direct us in your way, in your word. In Jesus' mighty name, Holy Spirit, come. By way of the Holy Spirit. Amen, amen, and amen. Good day, everybody. Good day, good day. Hope everyone's having a wonderful day. In Jesus by way of the Holy Spirit. Whether we're catching you in the morning. When you're getting up, getting ready. Stirring, having some breakfast. Getting ready for a day full of activities. Errands or work. Just getting stuff going. Or we're catching you halfway through your day. Where you've done dealt with some stuff. Uh, trials, tribulations. But you definitely seen God bless you. Do wonderful things with you. In the things that you've done. Choices you've made. Places you've gone what they call that midday madness or we'll catch you at the end of your day when you are resting having dinner spending time with your family and you just want a good good message to end your day with something that you sink your teeth into 
Either way, however, whenever we get you right now, you're now tuned into the Blue Book. Presented to you by Pen Acosta Ministries. Hosted by your boy Blue. God, I hope you guys are having a fantastic time right now. As things are going around, things are just creeping up. We have the end of the month coming. We have hope. We have things in motion. And God is ever-present, ever-present in these times. It's a wonderful thing, wonderful time, I'll tell you that. We had to keep in mind, no matter what we do, no matter how we do it, God is in control. God is in control of anything that's going on. The difference with their, whether he's in control of your life or not is your understanding and your acceptance of him, your recognition of him. That's the difference in whether or not you see his control, him in control of your life, or you not see him in control of your life. It's 100% you being willing to accept it. That's what it says, accepted but approved. Accepted but God approved by man. Okay? It's your acceptance. You're willing to open your eyes to what he is showing you. You can go the rest of your life not even looking at what God's doing. God doing this, God doing that, God making things happen. But you are just not going to see it because you choose not to see it. Choose not to believe it. Choose not to be involved in it. That's up to you. That has nothing to do with God himself. He'll still make things happen. Use who he wants to use. Use you in people. Use you in God freeing people's lives. Whatever the case may be, your willingness to accept it, your willingness to see it, then you can see what he's doing. Fantastic stuff. Anyhow, hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Wherever you may be in the world listening, watching this, um, we got a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic message today. Um, but before we get started on all that, we always do on the Blue Book our pledge. So here we go. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag. And to the Savior of whom kingdom it stands. One Savior. Crucified. Risen. And coming again. With life. Liberty. To all those who believe. Fantastic, fantastic. Alright, alright, alright. Today's message is going to be out of the Old Testament. Okay, Old Testament. And I would like you to follow along with me if you can. If you have your word. I have my word with me all the time when I do the Blue Book. All the time. I actually study out of the Amplified Bible. That is the Bible of my choice. It better suits me. Because I live an Amplified life in the Lord. Whatever version of the Bible you read or study in, Fantastic. God works in mysterious ways and He, whatever you comprehend and this Holy Spirit can reach you in that is fantastic stuff. Makes all the best sense in the world. Okay? I choose the Amplified. We will go through other versions during this message uh, depending on the way it's worded, the way it describes what's going on. We'll mention it. Other than that, it's just a really good study guide. Okay? So, we are going to be in 
the book of Psalms. Okay, Psalms, very good. Or the word songs or Psalms. Um, we're going to be in that book, which is right, right after Job and right before. Let's see where are we at. Let's see, uh, right before Job or after Job. After Job, I'm messing up. Uh, and right before Proverbs. Okay. After Job, before Proverbs. All right. So, in this scripture of Psalms, we're going to be in the 34th chapter. 34th chapter. Psalms 34, verse 8. Okay. Psalms 34, verse 8. Okay. And this is how this is how this goes. Once again, the book of Psalms provides a poetic phrase used often in Christian literature and songs. The expression, taste and see that the Lord is good. Already, title of the message, taste and see that the Lord is good. Okay, do we have to go any further than that? Taste and see. What does that mean? Taste. So in biblical term terminology... Taste is reading. Drinking is praying or absorbing the spirit. Drink of the spirit, eat of the word. In this one, taste. Eat of the word, drink of the spirit. Okay? That's the analogy used. So it is taste and see that the Lord is good. Read the word of God. Right here, word of God. And See the Lord is good. See the Lord is good. Okay? So when you're reading the word, eating the word, eyes, eating it, and then you say you see, get that and you look. You see what the Lord is doing. It changes your perception of what's really going on here. Okay? It combines several ideas. To taste means something more than a feeling, fleeting relationship. It means to feed on the Lord. Feed, eat, eat the word. It's a metaphor for eating. Okay, so when someone says you're feeding on the Lord, you're not literally taking the scriptures and eating them in your mouth. That's a, that's, that's a literal concept. You're taking the word and you're eating it through your eyes. You're absorbing it like you would absorb food through your mouth. You're absorbing it through your eyes and into your spirit. Eyes are the wind, so, are the so windows to the soul. You're taking the word and you're absorbing it in the eyes. You're feeding the word. Okay? That's supernatural terminology, theological terminology for eating. Okay? So, to accept his truth deep inside oneself. Deep inside yourself. Which is also in John 6, 53. Which involves reading the written word of God victoriously and mulling over it as part of our discipleship. So what you're doing is you're not just reading the word of God. Okay, you're not just reading it. Because you can read this thing back to forth several different times and not get a thing of a, but an education. But when you mull over it and you read it, good good terminology, vigorously mulling over it and, and letting it penetrate you, what it's doing is the Holy Spirit is working itself in you. 
working your working itself in you in a way where it changes your perception of how things are red and black and white. That's what the Holy Spirit does. It brings a, a, a 3D version into your eyes. What, what does 3D do? 3D takes a picture and brings it out so it's in your face. Rather than you see it on the screen, it's in your face. So when you are getting the Word of God and you're using the Holy Spirit, which makes this book alive, what the Holy Spirit does is it 3Ds it out to you. So you get a better conception of what it says and it it brings it into a life lesson. The Word of God itself is black and white. The Holy Spirit is the wisdom in which gives you, feeds into you, it brings it into your life and it shapes you inside your heart. To truly know God, we need to absorb His message as if we were eating it. Eating it. Absorb it. That's in Revelation 10, 2 through 10. We have to absorb it in the here. You don't eat it here. That's not spiritual terminology. Is to eat it through the mouth. It's in the eyes. The windows of the soul. It penetrates your soul. Okay? So we are we are to absorb this word, eat it, eat the word into your soul and mull over it, mull over it, and mull over it, which means let the Holy Spirit give you different interpretations depending on what part of your life you're, go- you're in. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, you went through this, you went through that, you went through this. Different stages of your life, you have different decisions and different, you learn something different. So if you read a certain scripture, this scripture here in, in Psalms 34, 8, if you would have read that 10 years ago, and you got your interpretation of that 10 years ago, and you read it now in 2021, you may not get the same interpretation. The Holy Spirit may change something in there to fit what you are going through today. Because you weren't going through what you're going through today 10 years ago. Not the same. It doesn't copy. You don't go through the same thing twice. Okay? You may think you are because you may have made the same choices. But everything, only thing only thing changes time and date. Why? Because it does. You have to learn from your lessons. That's why how you grow. That's how you become uh, full of knowledge and wisdom. Okay? So when the Lord commission Joshua to lead the Hebrews into Canaan. He instructed them, him, to meditate day and night on his words. And that's in Joshua 1.8. Meditate day and night. Now, obviously, if you meditate on the word of God, without the Holy Spirit, you're only meditating on the words. If you meditate in the Holy Spirit, what happens? You get that 3D approach and you get nuggets and crannies of wisdom and, and, and understanding and, and direction and all kinds of good gems come out of it when the Holy Spirit is interceding in that. So what you're going to do is meditate day and night on the Word. Meditate day and night. You meditate, you pray, you meditate, you pray, and you read. And if you read, like tonight, today, you read and you read this thing tomorrow... The Holy Spirit may give you something different in this message. Good point. Everyone who seriously studies and applies God's word learns firsthand that the Lord is good. 
the Lord is good. Okay? If you apply and seriously study and apply God's word, you learn firsthand that the word is good. It's good for you. This is not a vegan or vegetarian diet. There's a lot of meat and potatoes in this word. Don't get it twisted. The word of God isn't a vegetarian diet. It's not a vegan diet. This has lots of meat in it. But it's good meat. It's fulfilling meat. It's not tainted by the world and tainted by the the processes of, of food. It's wholesome. It has all the nutrients in it. And he also finds the Lord is an available and reliable stronghold. In other words, God is always available no matter what time of day you, day, night, minute, whatever. When you call upon him, he's a stronghold. You hold on to him, strong, steadfast. Further, the person who tastes and sees the Lord is good finds blessings, true happiness. Finds blessings and true happiness. I always tell people, it's easy to thank God for the big blessings, whether it's money, whether it's an opportunity, whatever it may be, it's easy to thank God for the big blessings. But when you go through your day, and you go through your day, and you see what the little things God does, time-saving situation, someone did something for you, and it saved you time, or someone um, blessed you with an, an opportunity, or, you know, you're at a gas, and you get to the gas pump, and you know the, you, you you might find a little bit of money on the ground, or um, there might be a blessing somewhere out there, or just anything, anything you can think of. You look at the small blessings, and it becomes so much bigger when God is in it. He it magnifies the blessings. So the big blessings, the big miracle blessings that we've all been accustomed to, become that same size in small blessings. God did this, God did that. That person smiled and made my day. Inspirational story. Got goosebumps. That's a blessing. If you count your blessings daily, the things that God does for you, you'd be amazed at what he does. But you gotta pay attention. Jesus promised, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are those who crave it. Crave it. I crave the blood, the, the righteousness. I crave, I thirst for righteousness. Will you ever be righteous? There will be times in your life where you do a righteous cause. You do righteous things. But will you ever be righteous? No, not one. Because we've all fallen short. We've all have sinned. There's ten commandments to show you that we have. And there are things in life that are right and wrong that we have done wrong that we have fallen short of in sin. No one is 100% righteous. But to hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be satisfied. That's in Matthew 5, 6. Satisfied. Blessed are those who thirst for righteousness I want to see it thirsty I want to see it I want to feel it I want to feel the righteousness I 
I want to drink of the Spirit, of the Spirit. It's a blessed thing. Blessed. So, Psalms 34, 8. Oh, taste and see, the Lord our God is good. Blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied is the man who trusts and takes refuge in him. Psalms 34, 8. O taste and seed, the Lord our God is good, blessed, happy, fortunate, to be envied. And I think out all the all the words. I think the amplify part of it. I don't know. O taste and seed, that the Lord is the man. The Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts and ref takes refuge in him. That's in 1 Peter 2, 2-3. Do you know how blessed we are? That we still have the ability to go to God? Have Jesus? Have the ability to acquire the Holy Spirit? Blessed are those who have him. Can I tell you right now, those who don't have them, hard, they go through some stuff. Those of you who don't have the Lord in your life, don't live by God's creed. Don't have Jesus as your Savior. Don't live with the Holy Spirit as your guide in your heart. <laughs> That's a tough, tough task. You're going by self-motivation. You're going by all the different techniques you use to try to calm down, de-stress, all this stuff because you don't have anything in your life to lean on. You lean on people, they break your heart, they, they, they hurt you, they let you down, and you're scared to even give your heart to God, not realizing that humans and God are two entirely different fortes. You can't trust man with God's responsibilities. You can't trust man to save you like Jesus did. To be the innocent blood that was shed for the remission of sin. And all you have to do is ask him in your heart. And mean it though. But ask him in your heart. And he'll take control. As much as you let him. Do you realize. The mere. Unbelievable opportunity we have. To have Jesus. In our lives. And the Holy Spirit to comfort us. And people are like, well, you know, what if what if what you're reading in, in the Word of God isn't what I'm getting? What if the translation isn't the same thing? No, it, it can't be the Holy Spirit. No, the Holy Spirit. Let me explain something to you about this Holy Spirit. Because I think everyone got this thing with a pretzel. The Holy Spirit is the reason why this book, to this day, can transform lives. No matter what portion of your life you're in. I'm reading the word right now straight out of the Amplified Bible. If what I am telling you isn't translating to you. 
That's okay. You read it. You let the Holy Spirit speak to you through this. And you get what the Holy Spirit wants you to have. Somebody else is watching, listening to this Blue Books episode. Message. May be getting exactly what that person is needing. It's not one size fits all. It's an individual process within the Holy Spirit realm. I cannot tell you that the Holy Spirit is going to do exactly going to do exactly the same thing to me that it's going to do to you. That's literally impossible for me to predict. Because I don't know what the Holy Spirit is telling you. Because he talks to me the way he talks to me. He's going to talk to you the way he talks to you. See, the best thing about personal relationship with Jesus is the personal relationship. That's the best part of the true Christian experience. Is that Christian means you're a part of Christ. You're a portion of Christ. Christian, American, Mexican, Christian. You're a part of the Christ belief. You believe in what Jesus did, the Christ did. And by him crucifying, being buried, resurrecting on the third day, coming down, 50 days later, resurrecting back up and giving us the Holy Spirit. That is where our personal relationship comes from. There is nothing on earth like it. We're exclusive. We're not inclusive. We're not general. We're exclusive. There's one God. Well, aren't we all, don't we all believe in the same God? That just depends on what God you believe in. not to say God isn't God of everybody some people call him Allah some people call him Yahshua Amashima some call him God himself some call him the man upstairs whatever you call him God has a rule book of ten you follow that that's the God you need to be following because that is the God anything apart from those ten commandments that God gave Moses is not worth the time. And that God, I say that because there's other people who have other beliefs of God. That God, the God of the universe, the God who made the Ten Commandments, the God who helped Noah, told Noah to build the ark, the God that sent his son down, Jesus, to die for our sins 2,020 years ago, that God, exclusive why do you think you can sit in your room or in your office or in your car or whatever and you can talk to God but I don't hear him 
There's two ways to get the God voice. One is getting God into your heart, which would be a very good start. But two, the Holy Spirit or your God voice. The Holy Spirit helps you find that God voice. Some people call it a conscience, whatever the case may be. You tune into that because, I don't want to even say theoretically, but something like that. The God voice or the Holy Spirit will help you. Kind of like the Holy Spirit helps you speak in tongues and in, in glossolalia. Like you can go, Some people make fun of that. That's not something to make fun of. Just because you got a bunch of knuckleheads out there doing it and acting all kinds of foolish doesn't mean it's not real. It just means those people are mimicking something that is a serious situation, kind of like anything else serious. You mimic, you play with it, people don't take it serious no more. Glossolalia is very important and is part of the Holy Spirit gifts. Same thing with that. The Holy Spirit helps you find that God voice. It's exclusive. One God, one Christ, one Holy Spirit. The, my pastor is called the Triunity. Very important. Psalms 34 8. Oh, taste and see the Lord our God is good, blessed, happy, fortunate, and to be envied is the man who trusts and takes refuge in him. 1 Peter 2, 2-3. Alright, let's see. Do we have... Let's see if we have anything that sounds different. Okay, so in the new, the NLT, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. CSB says, how happy the per- people, person who takes refuge in him. The rest of it is blessed. Okay, let's see here. Let's see what we can pull up here. Let's try to compare. What will it give me? Okay, blessed, happy. Okay, so the common Bible, common English Bible says, "Taste and see how good the Lord is." The one who takes refuge is truly happy. Truly happy, refuge in Him. Happy, happy, blessed, blessed, happy, happy, happy. You see. Excuse me. The Message Bible says, open your mouth and taste. Open your eyes and see how God, good God is. Blessed are those who run to Him. Blessed are those who run to Him. Okay. The New, New Century Version says this. Um, examine and see how, how good the Lord is. Happy is the person who trusts Him. Okay. New International Version says, Taste and see, the Lord is good. Blesses who one who takes refuge in Him. Okay. Uh, the, the, the Dore Realms Catholic Bible says, Oh, taste and see, the Lord is sweet. Blesses the man who hopeth in Him. 
crusted. The White Cliff version says, Tasty and see the for the Lord is sweet. Blesses the man that hopeth in him. Tasty and see the Lord is good. Happy is the person who trusteth in him. Pretty pretty simple. Most of them are saying the same thing. Which is not at a at too out of common. Okay? But the point of it is Taste. Taste and see the Lord is good. Read, see what God does, how he blesses. Remember, what is popular isn't always what's right. And what is right isn't always what's popular. Blesses the man who trusteth in him. It's hard to trust something you don't see or have control of. But when you trust God and then after it's done, you see what God's done. You'll be amazed in the kind of thing God does. God does miraculous things all the time. It's a wonderful thing. It really is. Let's see what 9 says. I'm interested. Oh, fear the Lord, you his servants. Revere and worship him. For there is no want to those who truly revere and worship him with godly fear when you have put your heart directly into the Lord there is no desire above that God will give you the desires of your heart but there's no desires that you're going to want above him because he's the top desire so what this is saying is fear the Lord trust him respect him you his servants revere and worship him for there is no want to those who truly revere and worship him there's no want we have no wants he takes care of our needs we have no wants he takes care of you because he knows what you need he knows what you need that's the beautiful thing about it beautiful thing about it alright so, wrap it up. David praises the Lord for delivering him from the Philistines. And he invites others to join him in singing joyful to the Lord. <laughs> joyful to the Lord. He exults in the virtue of fearing the Lord and remembering his goodness. I love you, Jesus. I, I respect and I fear you with a godly fear. I know you can take me like that. So I fear you in a God. I respect you. He encourages the Lord's people to respect God. Fear, respect. Fear, respect. And offers wisdom leading to a long and blessed life. Wisdom. Not education. And not knowledge. Wisdom. He offers wisdom leading to a long and blessed life. Education is the book. Knowledge is living. Wisdom is knowing the difference. And in the end of this psalm, David emphasizes the distinction the Lord draws between wicked and the righteous. Wicked and the righteous. Wicked and the righteous. 
He cares for the righteous and will not condemn them. But he condemns. He cares for the righteous and will not condemn them. But he condemns the wicked. Not taking part in things. Not being involved in certain things. Not getting all caught up in the mumbo jumbo of things. Is the wisdom of not getting involved with, with, with wicked stuff. You understand? Wisdom is knowing how to get yourself. Wisdom is the Holy Spirit. God is the education. Jesus is the knowledge in the education. But the Holy Spirit is the wisdom. Is the 3D. Is the, the spiritual food. It's the Jesus, Holy Spirit, spiritual food. is the beautiful thing about it. That's why I like the Amplified because it gives you more, gives you a couple extra peas and carrots, a couple extra, couple more slices of meat. Just like this. Just like this. Just like this. Oh, taste and see the Lord our God is good. Is good. Blessed. 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 Happy, fortunate to be Envied. Am I blessed? Is the man who trusts and takes refuge in him. Blessed if you take refuge in the God. Blessed are you. It's not materialistic. It's not the stuff that you wear. It's not the stuff that you show off like, oh, I have all this. It's the refuge. It's the, I got God under the radar. Do you not realize back in the day, we're coming to that point again, I'm, I, I, I hope you know that. We're coming to the point eventually where you're going to have to be under the radar to be a believer in Christ. To be a Pentecost. To be a Jesus, a Christian. A Jesus Christian. You're going to have to be under that radar. Under that radar. And back then, they put a fish on the wall to show others that believers are still around. They still exist. A fish. A fish. Amazing, under the radar. I like to refer to myself as ghosting. I'm here, but I'm gone. Never bring hate. Hate, hate does not exist in the kingdom of God. Hate exists on earth because of sin. There is no sin in heaven. No sin in heaven. There is no hate in the kingdom of God. If you say Jesus hated anything, you are ridiculously out of line. Jesus hated nothing. Jesus felt sorry for the devil. Because he knew what the devil did to get kicked out of heaven and where the devil was going to end up in the end. It was just resisting him enough to be the savior after 33 years of life. To be the savior. To get through it. But Jesus didn't hate him. Jesus didn't hate the devil. He felt bad for him. He's like, dude, if I can resist you for 33 years of my life, take the cross and die for the people, I will beat you. I will beat you in this. The biggest butt whooping in, a, in, in, in human life, God history is the 
whooping that God, that Jesus gave to the devil on that cross. And Jesus was not murdered. Was not murdered. He gave his life. In order to get murdered, it has to be an unwillingness to die. The difference in this, this is a whole other thing. I'm going to get off on a whole different thing. The difference in this, God forgive me, the gift, the goodness is that God, Jesus let them come get him. After escaping a number of times, he let them come get him. Did they, did they kill him right there? No. What did they do? They beat him. They did this and did that and did this and they hung him on a cross. Today, I commit my spirit. It is finished. That's not murder. Could God, could Jesus have gone off that cross? He had every power to do it. But that wasn't going to save us. The power of displayed that God gives you isn't what's important. It's the, what's important is the faith and love in which God displays through it. You catching that? You catching that? I hope you are. The display of love and the resisting of doing what you know you can do is more powerful than you doing it. It's more powerful than you doing it. Does that make sense? You know what you can do it. Good example. Those who carry arms on the hips. I see several people doing it. It's not getting the gun out and pointing it. It's the fact you have it. It can be loaded. It can be not loaded. It doesn't matter. The fact you have one. The fact that the visual deterrent is there. I know that if I mess with you, that right there is the equalizer. Same kind of concept with God. I don't have to use him. I don't have to display the, the, the power God has given me for you to know. Because when you know it, you ain't going to do it. Unless you are a God believer. If you're a Christ, a Jesus Christian. Make sense? Wonderful word, wonderful word, wonderful word. Psalms 34 8. Taste the Lord is good and be happy in it. Happy! Oh my goodness, fantastic word, guys. I would be hard pressed to do a message like this without giving you the opportunity to have Jesus. Every blue book in 2021 is going to have that precious time. If you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ in, in your heart as your personal Lord and Savior, and I don't mean words. I don't the word the word traffic is, is the chatter is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about genuinely asking God and Jesus into your heart to help you live your life, to give you guidance, to give you wisdom. And help you turn whatever it is you're going around. If you're ready for that. Repeat this prayer after me. God. Father God. 
I thank you for this opportunity right now. I ask that the, your son, Jesus, come into my heart and become my personal Lord and Savior. I believe Jesus came to earth and died on the cross for the forgiveness of my sins. Then he rose again. Father, I ask you for your son to become a part of my life daily. Lead me, guide me, and direct me. And in your ways and in your word, I thank you for my salvation. I thank you for forgiving my sins. Forgive me, Father, day in and day out as I talk to you. And help me be the best human being I can be. Thank you, Jesus. In your name, by way of the Holy Spirit, I pray. Amen. Now, if you said that prayer, meant it from the bottom in your heart and you want change in your life hit up the archive of this message bluebook at gmail.com and email us let us know want to write a little something in there about what you've been going through prayer requests comments, questions, anything bluebook at gmail.com 8LU8OK at gmail.com You reach out to us, we'll definitely point you in the right direction. What scriptures to read, how to begin, how to get started, all that good stuff. Okay? It's very valuable. And whatever ministry you may be interested in, uh, what what better ministers to you, we'll try to help you find that ministry that better suits you, your tastes, your flavors, your interests. Okay? Remember, God loves you, Jesus loves you, the Holy Spirit loves you. And if you said that prayer, you're in the right direction. Be happy, Jesus lives inside you. It's wonderful thing, live by faith. <laughs> Anyhow, God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in, thank you for being a part of the Blue Book. Always remember, fear, respect God, follow the Holy Spirit, uh, Jesus, and let the Holy Spirit flow you, flow through you like a Russian river. <laughs> until next time, until next time, and until next time. Jesus. Strong.